0: Welcome to the Urology, Coding, and Reimbursement Podcast, where we help urologists and staff achieve peak economic and practice efficiency so there is time and energy to focus on patient care and a happy life. I'm your host, Scott Painter, with my co hosts, Mark Painter and Dr. Ray Painter. Welcome to episode 33 of the Urology, Coding, and Reimbursement Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Painter, with my co hosts, Mark Painter and Dr. Ray Painter. And today we would li- love to wish you a happy holiday as the holidays are upon us. And we would like to just share a little bit about what we've learned in our doing our podcast and uh, kind of the lessons learned and how what we're uh, going to approach the new year looking like and how this podcast is going to evolve uh, over the next year. So, uh, I don't know, guys. What do you think? What do you uh, what What lessons have you pulled out of this so far? I can share mine after you guys go.
1: All right. Well, I'll start. I will say that in many ways, these podcasts have uh, been a, a mirror of our dinner conversations over the years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, as we've you know as as a really as, as a family business um, you know this it, it was not uncommon for the three of us to get together at lunches or dinners and and have these discussions and try and figure out exactly what um, solutions um, physicians were looking for for coding problems and various uh, issues that they faced and um, so, I, I, you know, it, it, it's kind of in, in a way um, bringing people into the to the painter family discussion <laughs> of everything that's there. It's been it's been nice to add um, a couple of external voices here and there um, uh, to to get some additional perspective. And and I think as we move into the new year, um, you know, continuing to expand. Uh, the solution discussions and add others and other thoughts, um, relative to, to other parts of the business. Um, you no know, coding still remains, um, uh, uh, something that, uh, I think folks struggle with, um, trying to get the nuances, trying to keep up with the payer rules and, and everything that's there. Um, but I do hope that, uh, that the 4,000 or so listens that, uh, people have 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 taken the time to listen to our podcasts. Um, that they've they've found them helpful. Um, that they've uh, found them enjoyable, and and <clears throat> that we've had topics that are that are relevant. And so I guess uh, you know one of the things I'd I'd love to see um, that we could potentially do is maybe build a place where. Uh, folks could submit topics for us uh, to discuss, and I know we've taken some of those off the community and answered questions um, for the for the community that we have. Um, but uh, and maybe that's the best form to get there. But um, really, making sure that we're addressing what people want to hear about, um, and you know, gives us uh, some good time to go through and. Research and interpret and dig through, you know, the various channels that we have with our, you know, to look at what's really happening with our billing clients who are scattered throughout the country. So we can bounce our solutions up against what's really happening with the payers. Um, you know, all the research that we do in the Federal Register and everything, and 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 really provide the best information that's out there because. You know, our philosophy has always been, you know, to try and provide information back to physicians uh, in a summarized fashion that they can apply. Um, so just if, if we can continue to focus on, you know, our, our overall delivery of solutions and, 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 and information that's relevant, I, I, that's that's kind of what I would look like uh, or would like to do. As we move forward, and, and certainly would appreciate any feedback as to you know we've gotten a few folks here and there that have said they they really enjoy the forum when as I've talked to them on various meetings. Um, so um, I hope that you know that they're not just being kind; that it's actually
0: uh, something that useful. Yeah, that they enjoy the podcast, not the forum, but they enjoy yep. the podcast forum. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Cause we right. do have a forum too. Yeah. All right Ray what what lessons have you learned
2: well it's it's uh that there can be a silver lining in 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 uh the total chaos of 2020 and that uh you you've mentioned the past and I can reflect on the past uh since we started uh, doing these discussions and arguments uh gosh 30 years ago, and as we, I've said at some of the seminars in the past, when Mark first started giving seminars, I mentioned that uh, Mark was very knowledgeable. When he argued, I listened, and now it's uh, it's gotten to the point that uh, certainly Mark and Scott are very knowledgeable and, uh, and Fortunately, when I argue, they still listen. <laughs> I feel very fortunate at that. And and the discussions are real. And they're going on right now, you know, looking at the new documentation guidelines. We spent hours trying to figure out exactly what they meant on some of the issues. And uh, maybe we'll go back and have that discussion in the future. But uh The thing that uh, people enjoy are answers to their problems. It would be nice to hear more. And during this holiday season, it's always time to reflect and start the process of planning for next year. And so uh, we want to take this in the direction that people want us to go.
0: Yeah, and we've... uh you know in our in our discussions and you know you one know. of the things that we always realize is that we we're in the gray area <laughs> a lot in our in our discussions and and that's why coding is as difficult as it is there are a lot of interpretations and nuances and and that discussion is it's not a lot of times definitely not black and white and so there are you know, more conservative opinions and more liberal interpretations that 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 we that we've seen and that we have, and so we're constantly evolving in uh, in our coding knowledge. And as Mark said, applying what we're learning from all of you all, and that's uh, and that's been uh, really uh, it's been great to have that uh, con- contribution from everybody. Well, and the, the thing that I've learned is, you know, when we put this thing together, we were, you know, as as with anything, as it gets started, we were trying to find the podcast voice, if you will. And I think, uh, you know, as we've evolved over the, the last, well, I guess it's we started this in uh, the end of March, and uh, I think we've really kind of identified where we want to take this from a... You know, from from our co-hosts' perspectives, and uh, Mark kind of hit it on the head that we really want to address what you all want to hear. And there's so much information that we'd like to share with you, but we want to make sure it's the the pertinent information. So, yes, if you put put any comments you have or any uh, topics that you want us to cover in the coding and the urology coding and reimbursement group on PRS Network and we'd love to to have any suggestions so or you can send us an email if you at info at prsnetwork.com if you want to do it that way so we we always like hearing from everybody as to what they want to hear and and where we should take it so all right so next question i have for you is with looking into 2021 what do you see as the urologist's biggest challenge and the urology practice's biggest challenge? Ray?
2: Well, I, I think the, I'm, I'm going to go with an opportunity because 2021 with the change in the documentation guidelines, I am excited to, to look at the possibilities that physicians have to change old habits, and and they were bad habits based on bad uh, documentation guidelines, bad uh, requirements, bad uh, use of EMRs. So all of those bad habits. I'm excited to think that the the Potential problem is an opportunity to really change and go back to a patient-centered uh, visit, which patients love. And 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 I can tell you from personal experience with a, my personal internist, you know, he turned from a great physician concerned about my interest to being. Somebody that's uh, busy filling out a computer when I go in to see it, and that's what we can get away from.
0: Well, I thought it was interesting what you said, Ray, about the uh, that the, the time you know that the way they've set it up for twenty twenty one with the documentation is more logical and kind of the way you think, as opposed to having to follow uh, some formula where it's just not as natural. Can you can you say that more eloquently than I just said it?
2: Yes. Right now in 2021, you are going to be documenting the medically relevant facts about your patient in the visit. What you want to remember the next time the patient comes in and what you want others to read when they uh, read your chart. And you don't have to point and click all of these individual requirements. You're, you're gonna be judged on the medical decision-making, which is exactly what you have captured and done for that patient. So that sort of stuff is easy to remember about any patient. If you just think about it, when you uh, read a chart, all you have to do is be reminded of what went on, and you can remember all the pertinent things about a patient, and that's what it'll take to document this year and in the future.
0: All right. Mark, what uh, what do you think the urology practice's challenge is going to be or opportunity?
1: Well, you know, I, I guess you, you you can't really – Go forward at least at this point in time without still dealing with COVID and the recovery from the pandemic. Um, so, um, you know that's that's going to be one of the, the challenges is you know convincing patients um, once it becomes safe enough that it is safe enough to get back and 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 see people in in the in the practice um, and and then also uh, leverage the fact that patients um, have did, um, telehealth and the, and what it can be. So, you know, figuring out how to keep that momentum going um, as an, as another way to touch base with your patients and, and, and a way to potentially uh, deal with patients um, outside of your immediate area. Um, so um, I think there's, There's some technology that's coming down the pipeline that's going to be exciting to figure out how it can be incorporated into the treatment of your your urologic patients. Of course, the um, uh, E&M changes, I think, are all good. Um, And then, you know, the opportunities now to to really uh, streamline your practice um, as we as we look at the, the future, you know, being able to to move your patients um appropriately through your practice um, to the right treatments um, and and open up enough of your your schedule to take care of all the urology uh, patients that need need help and service because I, I you know the the physician burnout issue is real um, that's cost us a few urologists um, where we were we had a shortage to begin with um, how to leverage your APPs, uh, those types of folks moving forward. Um, You know, I I know a lot of folks are are starting to move more and more into ambulatory surgical centers um, and your ability uh, varies by state uh, to participate in an ambulatory surgical center, some of the ancillaries that are there, um, capturing really all of the the revenue um, that is, from a business standpoint, uh, available to you, uh, as you service your patients. So, um, there is no shortage of, of issues out there that the, that the practice, um, has to deal with. But as Ray said, you know, an issue, um, it is an opportunity. Um, and you know, the, the more you can, can build your practice, practice foundationally, uh, to, set up your processes, procedures, and and really have the ability um, with your staff and the accountability within your staff, top to bottom, um, to integrate as a, a fully functioning business unit in support of the clinical care. Because in the end, if, if you don't have financial health in your practice, you're gonna have a very difficult time um, supporting the the actual health of your patients. So, um, you know, it's an opportunity here to really um, continue to fine tune. There are a myriad of opportunities to expand what you're doing and trying to to add things piece by piece, uh, not jump too hard uh, or too far ahead of your capabilities so making sure you have the right people and the right support mechanisms is going to be key. So it's a lot to juggle, a lot to think about it and if you you know you put it all in a bucket it's it's almost overwhelming and being able to sort through, prioritize and plan I think is going to be the key as you move through next year. And and then of course we don't know exactly what's going to happen with with the public health emergency and and you know I I'm thinking that we got a, a few more bleak months ahead of us of of a of a lot of of infections and 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 perhaps even uh, more volume and and potential delays and in, in uh, elective surgeries and those types of things so adapting to that is going to be I I think top of mind as we start out the year and it's going to be survive with all the curveballs that are coming through. So um it's going to be hard to to really look that much far that farther in the future um but you know trying to juggle both of those the immediate fires that you're trying to keep everything through and then and and yet look at the other side and somebody said the other day, you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and um, at least it's, we know it's not an oncoming train,
0: um, but, but it's still, we're still in a tunnel. Um, yeah. yeah so for sure. Well, well, my thought is, you know, the biggest challenge is kind of, a, I I guess more of a, a 20,000 foot view and touches on kind of what you ended up with Mark is that what we, you know, we continue to see is, uh, and, and for everybody listening to this podcast, we do appreciate it, and we understand that you're looking at your practice as a work in progress, and that's why you're listening. And that's what, uh, you know, is one of the hardest things to do, is you have an overload of patients, you know, with a shortage of urologists, you you're got plenty of patient care, which is the most important thing to take care of, and it's hard to... Uh, you know, repair the plane while it's flying, and that's just a big challenge. And uh, we understand that, and we want to do what what we can in this podcast and in our business to try and help you do that. Because that challenge, you know, whenever you get new information, it's 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 like with everything we do as human beings, we all get very excited about the new information and what we want to do and how we want to implement it, and then. You get back in the day to day of the the daily grind, and it's just it's just kind of drifts away. So so keeping what you want to accomplish in the forefront is always a challenge, and I think it's going to going to continue to be, especially with uh, all the 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 things that we're facing and the, and the new opportunities we have in as your as you your practices have in 2021. And you know it's kind of the old. Saying that, that Ray always says, you know, when you're up to your ass in alligators, it's hard to remember. You're there to drain the swamp. And so that's that's the, the thing that I think is going to be one of the most challenging things. All right.
2: Well, Mark brought us back down to reality with his discussion <laughs> of the, COVID, COVID, the virus. And, you know, that is true. But also think as you're dealing with the present, you've got to prepare for the changes coming. And I think what we have seen with telemedicine, the change in the way patients are looking at healthcare, that the future practice of healthcare has changed forever. We're going to be more into data and Patient care management in the future, but as as Winston Churchill always said, you know you can trust the Americans to do things right after they've tried everything else. <laughs> so after the COVID crisis is over, we probably it will probably take Congress and the government maybe years to get us back to where we should be and where we've learned that we're going but we have to keep our eye on that and and i think that's going to be our future which for a physician is going to be more fun you're going to get to practice at the top of your license and do what you like to do is take care of patients of course you got to learn your coding and how to submit a bill that's not going to change at any time soon
0: All right. I, very, uh, very well said. Um, anything else you want to add, Mark, for kind of moving into 2021?
1: Yeah, I, I think I'll add in all of this that, yeah, I mean, it is it is difficult while you're in the tunnel not to look forward. But um, it it is it is something that we can continue to hope um Cause there are opportunities on the other side and, and there, there are silver linings to every cloud. Um, and, and being able to, to, to grab those. And if you can't deal with them now, put them to the side and, and, and then bring them back up when, when you can. Um, and, uh, you know, it is, is, it is kind of eating the elephant one bite at a time. Um, it's, it's a, it's a big task. Yes. Um, but again, there's, there's, there's always a need for healthcare. There's always going to be a need for urology, and what I see with urologists around the country is as a lot of good people really focused on providing quality services to their patients. And and, and now we have more tools to do that. So, um, uh, I, I you know in the long run, I think it's 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 a great profession. It's a it's a good space to be in, um, and. Uh, you know everybody has good days and bad days along the way um and we've had an extended bad day um in a lot of ways, but there's still a lot of good that you can that that I see in in, in each and every practice that we work with on uh, it each day so um keep hanging on to the bright points and 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 uh it is gonna get better,
0: yeah, yes, yeah, so true Ray final thoughts
2: We've seen lots of crises in the practice of urology over the years that I've been involved a lot of years. But they've all we've always come out and things have always been better on the other side. So hang in there and in the future podcast we're going to help you solve all of the the coding and and the issues that we can see. So we look forward to your uh, continuing to inform a little in the future.
0: Very good. And my thoughts, my final thoughts are we at PRS and the painters, we want to we wanna continue to help you maximize income and efficiencies so there's time and energy patient care and a happy life so we want to wish you all a very happy holiday and a good 2021
2: happy coding
0: thank you for listening to the urology coding and reimbursement podcast where we help urologists and staff achieve peak economic and practice efficiency So there's time and energy to focus on patient care and a happy life. Special thanks to Carl Painter for the music today. You can find his music under his record label, The Juicery, with extra pulp and special guests.